Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Welcome back to the Think Inspire podcast with your boy, Coach Pat. I'm coming to you live in Vancouver, White Rock on this beautiful Sunday, oh, Friday afternoon. A lot to talk about today. This topic is called feeling embarrassed and hopeless. Yes, Ronnie, I've just got a fresh fade. Now, before I go into today's topic, it's a big one, talking about love, we're talking about purpose, we're talking about embarrassing moments, we're talking about choosing love over a business and making some really hard decisions and being crushed and depressed. Before we do that, I want to talk about my four-day challenge. Our four-day challenge was completed yesterday. Shout out to every single one of you guys who have completed the challenge. Shout out to every single one of you who decided to stay after the challenge and level up. Shout out to all the people that wanted to make that first step in achieving their fat loss goals. Israel is now the winner of the four-day challenge. He posted the most. He contributed the most. He did all the workouts and then some. My man wanted it. He wanted it bad and now he's the winner. So he gets a free challenge on us. So he'll be working with us in for the next 16 weeks and we're going to start working with him. So the whole four-day challenge was only created because we wanted to help people get started. I feel like a lot of people just stuck in this freaking round and round. Where do I start? Where do I start? Don't worry about where, just start with your foot. Get one foot in front of the other and you're in a good place. So before I go into what happened a few years ago, so back in 2020, I was newly single and I found someone through a mutual. Found someone that was very, hmm, what can I say? It's kind of like you've been in a cave in a long time and you see light, but the light was so overwhelming that you couldn't believe that it's possible to be so beautiful. And you kind of get, you kind of see stardusts, like your eyes are like, you're seeing out of Red Hearts, like the cartoons. That's what I was going through. And I'm thinking, wow, what an amazing adventure this is going to be. What an amazing adventure this is going to be. So it, I kind of got blinded. I got blinded. Love blind, I call it. What happened when I got love blind, I, I, that was the same year I started uh, opening up my gym. The same year I opened my second gym was the same year I got love blinded, which is really interesting. I'm trying to like create a... a, a a kingdom full of like people that, that most of the guys that I was training back at the gym were footy guys. So these guys really needed some masculine energy to pull them in and say, stop being lazy, stop being fat, put the fucking pizza and donuts down and be a fucking man and get your shit done. Wake up earlier, pray earlier, get to fucking work. That's what they needed. But at the time I dropped the ball because I found someone and it distracted me. <laughs> You know, and I, I learned a lot from that. And I always thought back, I'm like, hmm, I've always kind of struggled in this area, like balancing the both, balancing a relationship, a fruitful relationship and balancing like a business and helping like lots of people get to the body of their dreams. It's like, there's a, there's a constant struggle there, a constant struggle. And until this day, it's a constant struggle. And I always thought, fuck, there's never going to be the right answer. What is the right solution? You can be a solution orientated person, but what do we know about relationships? You can't fix it. 
I mean, if you're coming from a place of, I need to fix this relationship, I need to fix this person, I need to fix myself, you're coming from a place of lack. And I always thought about like my fatherhood. I always thought about like my dad and like, what did he teach me? And what he didn't teach me was more than, I, more than enough. What he didn't teach me was like how to lead. What he didn't teach me was taking your time and building the relationship because he was never around. My dad was never fucking around. He kicked me out of the, he kicked me out of home three times. My grandma pulled me off from the street and said, you're not going anywhere. Your dad's just testing you. I'm like, what kind of fucking test is this? I'm 10 years old. Like what, what, what test abandonment? Were you trying to teach me abandonment? You're trying to say, oh, like if I don't get my job done, then I'm going to get kicked out of home. Like, what is this? I, I didn't understand, but that's the lesson. That, those are the lessons I was being taught. So I'm like, let me, let me eat this. I got nothing else to lose. You know what I'm going to have? I'm going to have nothing. So I have to listen. So I was very scared of my dad because he had a lot of authority over me. And I wasn't really scared of anyone else in my life but him because he, was, he, he wasn't afraid to cut me out. And what he taught me was to be uber independent. Um, I, I've actually done some therapy in my life. And every therapist I've ever spoken to was always like, hey, how are you with your relationships? And I'm like, I'm really independent. <laughs> and it's like, well, what do you think about relationships? Are they meant to be independent? And like, we're going in circles, basically. I'm like, well, we're not getting anything fixed here. I'm just talking about my feelings and I'm in the same place. And I, I just choose not to talk about my feelings all day, every day and not move forward. I'm in a progression type of mindset. And the only happened because I was in a place before where I felt completely embarrassed and hopeless. Have any of you listening been in a situation where you meet someone and you put all your eggs in one basket and say, this is the guy, this is the girl, like this is the one. Like, this is the one. I, I found the one. Like, there is a one. Come on, there's billions of people on this planet. <laughs> but all of a sudden, you found the one, right? So you find the one, you go all in, you're like, we're going to live happily ever after. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. So I had really big freaking goals in 2020. I lost my best mate in December. Um, 2019, December 30th, I lost my best friends. They're on my actual forearm right now, as you can see, if you're listening on the podcast or watching, I have uh, my best friends on my forearm. They got shot in front of their house. And um, that was probably the hardest time of my life because those were two beautiful, beautiful people. And I knew the girl and they were together, right? So they were, they were married and they were coming home one day from a one-year um, anniversary and, you know, they got shot in front of the house. And, um, she was very beautiful. Like I remember, I remember like when she was like eight years old, like I used to go to her house cause I knew her brother and we were really close. And the, the guy that got shot, which is the, uh, the husband, he was at my house every week. So like, that was really hard for me going to the funeral thing, like thousands of people crying about this beautiful fucking couple that didn't deserve, didn't deserve that. And, um, that week I had a big reflection of what I want, what I want 2020 to be about. So 2019, that happened. 2020, I looked at the year and thought, okay, what do, what do I want this year to be about? Because it started off pretty shit. <laughs> like, it started off pretty shit. My best friends are gone. I don't see my smiling friend anymore who makes jokes all the time and he eases me out because I'm very hot-headed and he, he levels me out and he's always funny and I'm like, fuck, he's not there anymore and I've known him since high school. I'm like, the feeling I have now is depression. The feeling I have now is hopelessness. The feeling I have now is is exhausted who's ever been there before where you're where like everything is going wrong best friends pass away you start losing your job you start losing money you start putting on weight you stop caring about your fitness goals you start eating shit you start watching tv you start playing video games who's ever been there before 
So I had to make a really quick decision. Does 2020, 20, does 2020 need to be a place of sorrow, reflection, pain, trauma, indecisiveness? Or can I make this year meaningful? Within three weeks, I decided to open a gym, create a community around the fact that my, my friends passed away and I knew the community pretty well and they knew my friends pretty well. So I wanted to bring the gym together to say, hey, let's bring something positive out of a very, very negative experience. And I was very proud that I did that. I was very proud of I did that. And shout out to everyone who's listening to this podcast who was a part of that, ex that experience because it was an experience. Now, COVID obviously had a different plan for me and decided to shut my gym down. But I do think looking back, the, the biggest embarrassment I had was when I opened the gym, a few months later, I met someone and that person was like, like I was in awe. I was like, wow, like this is something I need right now. And it was, it, it got nasty very quickly. <laughs> it got nasty very quickly because I wasn't, to be honest, I was not ready to be in a relationship at that time. You know, I was not ready to be in a relationship at all at that time. But I decided to go ahead and, you know, start making plans and start spending more time with a significant other while I'm trying to grow this gym, <laughs> you know, and I, I dropped the ball on a lot of things at the gym, which I'm not happy with, not happy with at all. You know, I think during that time, the worst decision I've ever made was, I remember one night it got really, really bad during COVID that um, I had some friends over and there was a lot of substance abuse there. And the girl that I was with was also there. I remember waking up in the morning, looking in the mirror after I threw up, and thought to myself, what the fuck am I doing? I'm a complete fucking mess. There's a person in my bedroom right now that I don't want to be with and I'm here with because I don't feel like there's, I don't, I don't feel like I can do any better. We're in COVID, so we might as well settle, but like it's toxic. Number one. Number two, my gym's falling apart and I have no other way to keep this above water. And I'm the PT that's meant to say, don't give up. And like, here I am, don't have a solution for COVID. And the fact the gym's crushing down on me. I have a dog I can barely feed because like there's no money coming into the gym because the gym's shutting down and the, the guys are still paying me. I still have to pay my landlord rent. I was fighting with my best friend at the time and nothing could go right. But I remember that morning when I looked in the mirror and I thought to myself, fuck, I got myself here. When I said to myself and I looked in the mirror, I said, I got myself here. That was the fucking day that I decided to never, ever, ever come back there again. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. That was the day I decided to never, ever in my lifetime get so blind wasted, so intoxicated with all substances, have toxic relationships around me, wake up and do that ever again. The feeling was of disgust. The feeling was, who the fuck are you? Who are you? Like, why would anyone listen to you? Why would anyone look up to you? You are a complete mess. I remember that morning, I took myself to the gym, hungover. I started lifting weights. That 50-minute back session that I did was probably the most miserable, angry, frustrated, enraged workout I've ever had in my life. I just remember my muscles seizing up. Like, as soon as I picked up a weight, because I had so much stress in my body and so much cortisol, and I was completely dehydrated, full of drugs and substance abuse, that my whole body started seizing up. I was, I was lifting weights. I lifted the weights with hate. Usually, when I go to the gym, I come to the gym with love. I love being here. I went to the gym today, and I'm like, fuck. I remember the days where I was lifting 10 kilogram dumbbells. Now, I'm lifting 60. You know. But that day, I tell you what, I hated everything in my life. The reason why I hated everything in my life, because I looked in the mirror and I said, I hate me. I hated myself. And when I started saying I hate myself, it was a reflection of how I looked at everyone else. 
So maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it wasn't COVID. Maybe it was me all along. Maybe it was me denying the fact that I didn't ask for help. Maybe it was me denying the fact that I thought I knew everything. Maybe it was me not really pulling my shit together and actually taking my life seriously. Because if I was taking my life seriously, I wouldn't be doing all this dumb shit that I was doing. Staying out late, not waking up early, not making my breakfast, you know, half-assing workouts. I've always been to the gym, but during that time, I was going to the gym 50%. My mind was there. My mind was somewhere else. My body was there. Who's ever been to the gym where your body is actually working out, but your brain and your mind is somewhere else? It's like, oh, I'm going to pay the bills. Oh, shit. I'm going to deal with this when I get home. Oh, fuck. I'm avoiding this conflict with my partner. I don't really want to bring it up because if I bring it up, it's going to call World War Three. Or unspoken words. It builds up tension, tension, tension. You avoid all sort of conflict because you can't take it. Who's ever been there before? Who's ever avoided conflict because they're scared? Let me tell you, those conversations that you have are probably the most powerful ones you can have. That morning, I decided to get myself out of the gym. I went to the beach. I thought, hmm, I'm angry. I'm enraged. Maybe nature would maybe nature would make me happy. So I was walking along the beach, looking at the waters, hearing the sounds of the water hitting the, hitting the rocks, hear the birds whistling, hear the dogs walking, the elderly are making conversations about where the best coffee shops are in Altona. And I'm thinking, hmm, well, this is quite beautiful. So what the fuck is going on in my life? <laughs> I'm looking out externally. I'm thinking this is one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever seen in my life. But internally, I'm a fucking straight mess. I'm a, I'm a trash, trash. When I got home, I decided to kick the girl out of my house. I said, we can't be doing this anymore. She was crying. And I said, look, I can't do this. I won't do this. I need, I need to fix me first. That was done. And then I decided to say, look, I'm not doing drugs for the next 30 days. I'm not having sex for the next 30 days. I'm not doing anything for the next 30 days. I am literally going all in on my health, my fitness, my habits, my mental health, my 10,000 steps a day to get some fucking fresh air because I'm cooped up in the house doing drugs all day. That was the day I decided that enough was motherfucking enough. So what happened? Well, after feeling hopeless, after swelling myself in self-pity, I realized I was the only one that could make a decision to change. I also believe that sitting here at this fucking amazing fucking six bedroom fucking mansion that I'm in and I'm thinking, holy shit, like what, what changed? Well, I believe everything in life lessons are being taught and it's up to us as individuals to grow from all the pain. So now I have a different perspective. My perspective is this. I've never had so many beautiful people in my life that I've ever had it ever before. I've got some fucking genuine relationships right now that I could say exactly what's on my mind, speak from my heart, and I know that person is not going to move. I know that same person could say the same thing to me and, and be unshakable. I know because I'm so congruent with who I am and where I'm going, whether I'm wrong or I'm right, I'm still, still aligned with the mission, still aligned with my purpose. I want to ask you, if you're a man, if you're a woman, if you want to provide to people that around you, who the fuck do you need to become for you to have some authority in your life? Who do you need to become to have some authority in your life so people look at you and like, that's the one, that's the mom, that's the guy, I'm following him, I'm following her. I might not agree with them at this very second, but there's something about that person that I am going to follow because he looks unshakable, she looks unshakable. Fuck, it's tough right now, but he's not quitting. He must know something I don't. 
Who's in that position right now? I invite you guys today to have uncomfortable conversations with the people that you love the most. I invite you to have uncomfortable conversations with the people that are on your side, on your team. And then I want you to have conversations with the people that are around because of blood. Maybe you're blood related, but where you're going, you know for a fact they're not coming. I had some really uncomfortable conversations yesterday. I tell you what, Jesus Christ, some really uncomfortable conversations with some family members. And I'm telling you, it wasn't easy. It was not easy at all, but it was right. I knew in my heart it was right to have. And I invite you guys to do that as well. You have to draw a line. If you're trying to go to a place you've never been before, there's some people that are dragging you down and you need to avoid them like the plague. You love them from afar. You love them from afar. Here's how you know who's a friend of me. Before I keep going and talking about, you know, choosing love over purpose, because that's what I did. I want to invite you to do this little task today. Your closest people in your life, tell them a win in your life. Share a win with them. What do I mean by that? Tell them your goals, tell them what you achieved and look at how they react. I did this last night. I did it to my brother last night. I said to him, look, bro, these are my goals. This is what I want. He cut me off halfway. He's like, bro, that's not achievable. Be realistic. I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. All my mentors, all the good people around me, every time I share my goals and what I want, they like affirm it. It's like, bro, you got this. You got this. You got this. I'm thinking, fuck, who do I want to listen to? Do I want to listen to someone that is not supporting the mission and dragging me down? Or am I going to listen to people that are actually a part of the mission and wanting us to do better? Because if you look at it and if you're wondering what the mission is, it's my Dream Team Academy. Dream Team Academy has 90 people all around the world achieving their fat, fat loss goals, their health goals, their anti-medication goals, their emotional PTSD when it comes to eating goals, their procrastination goals, their career goals. That's what the Dream Team Academy is about. It's about creating dreams and visions for your life that you never thought you could achieve. But if you're around a fucking team of people that are winning, then you just will slip into wins. We have people that are 45, three kids, overweight, showing up every day at the gym, punching a boxing bag. We have people in the Dream Team Academy, which is the fucking mission, that are waking up early in the morning at five o'clock going for runs when before previously that was snoozed to nine o'clock in the morning, be late to work and be threatened by their boss about if they do that again, they'll lose their job. We have people in this academy that are losing 10 kilograms left, right, center, 25 pounds left, right, center, because they refuse to play small. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. We're all bonded by success. We're all bonded by winning. We're all bonded by doing better. We're all bonded by growth. They don't teach you this in school. Your friends, your mom, your dad, your sister, they don't teach you this shit. You need to be surrounded by people that are inviting you and challenging you to be your best because you won't grow. I have uncomfortable conversations every fucking day with people. Every day. They have uncomfortable conversations with me. I invite you guys to have truthful relationships in your life where people will say exactly what they need to say to get their point across. Have you ever had a conversation where if you say what you needed to say, that person might leave. But if they do stay, you grow and you go very fucking far. You feel me? Have you had conversations in your life with people that if you say what you want to say, you might lose them. But if they stay, they will ride or die with you. Do you have ride or die people in your life? Let me... Let me tell you something, right? When I was losing that gym, the, the, the chick I was with was not being supportive. She did not give a flying fuck. <laughs> the, the gym was shutting down, COVID, all the people weren't rocking up, asking for refunds. The girl I was with could care less. She did not care at all. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is this? How am I going to bust my balls and put all my eggs into one basket? And when something that means a lot to me is falling, you don't care. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, I'm going to take responsibility and not expect anyone to care about my fucking baby. So I need to look after her. That's, that's the lesson I learned. It was a very harsh lesson. And talking from a single guy, I always thought like this. Well, I know what I want. And I invite any, any, anyone that's listening to right now, if you're single or even if you're taken and you're a person of purpose, you're a person of power, you're a person of mission, you're a person of I say what I'm going to say and do what I say. You have integrity, you follow through with, you follow through with your word, you have amazing follow through game. I, if you are that person, the people that stick around, those are your people. Let's talk about like your significant other. If they see your vision and your mission, they're excited by it and they support it. That is the person you want to be with. That is the person you want to be with. I can't imagine going through life, doing something I'm so passionate about and being with someone that's like, oh, why are you always doing that fitness thing? That fitness thing. Oh, aren't you kind of sick of like talking about fitness all the time? Like, like chill out, man. Oh my God, the get out of my face. This is not on. This is not on. Imagine you're so passionate about said thing and your significant other is like, oh, boring. You spent your whole life working towards your craft and that one person is like, oh, you don't spend enough time with me. I, I used to be there. I used to like settle for that. I used to accept this shit. I don't anymore. So let me ask you guys. <clears throat> let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. If you have pain in your life, what are you doing with it? If you have ups and downs of failed relationships, you have ups and downs of failed business ventures, if you have ups and downs of failed fitness journeys, if you had ups and downs as a failed fucking parent, what are you doing about that? A better question is, who do you need to become so you never, ever, ever have to go through those pains ever again? I refuse to make the same mistake two times. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If anyone is going through growing pains, like let me, let me not get it twisted, right? Like sometimes it's tough. But if anyone's going through growing pains right now, this one was for you. You're not alone. You are not alone at all. There's two paths you can always take and they're both freaking hard. They're both hard. One path is like, let me drown myself in pity. Let me drown myself in sorrow. Let me just sit there and be in my feelings. Let me talk about my feelings. You know, isn't it okay to express your feelings? Yeah, I express very well. Trust me, ask, ask the people I live with how much I express what I'm going through. It doesn't stop, but I don't sit there and don't do anything about it. I will express and then move and take action. That's where a lot of people, people fuck up. Okay, so... You can sleep in, you can get as much rest as you want. You can take a vacation. The same problem when you get back is always going to be there because you can't escape you. You can't escape you or choose the other hard. Wow, the other hard. Let's talk about the other hard. I'm going to invite you to choose this hard because there's only two hards you choose. One, you cry about it, do nothing. Two, you take action. What does action look like? Action is saying enough is enough today, not tomorrow. Today is the day I'm going to do my meal prep. Today is the day where I'm going to reach out to that mentor that I've been listening to for such a long time, but I've to, to up my fucking ego to ask for help. Today is the day to say, I don't know it all. Today is the day I don't want to do this alone. I want to be with winners. Today is the day I say, I'm going to start fucking now. Today is the day where I walk my ass to the fucking gym on a fucking Saturday when it's fucking raining outside, walk myself there and pay for a gym membership and say, I'm going to walk on this treadmill till my fucking legs give out. Today is the day when I get home from my workout, I will not drive through McDonald's and order a fucking quarter pounder. Today is the day where I 
fucking put the remote down. I don't watch Netflix. Instead, I get my ass to fucking bed. I pack my gym gear for tomorrow and I fucking have a good night's sleep. Today's the day I call all the people that have supported me thus far and say how much I appreciate them. Today is the day where you say, hey, you're not playing at the level I need you to play at to be a part of this team. You need to lift your fucking, you need to lift your weight. Today's the day where you talk to your kids and say, son, I notice you are not doing that great in school. Sit down with me. Let me tell you two paths you're going to take. Both are very hard. You're going to be a loser like all the other kids that wag school and not get any good grades and then not learn the lessons of hard work. Or you can bust your balls, do your fucking homework, go to the gym, help out mom around the house and see where life takes you. So here's, here it is. Choose your heart. That's my invitation. Choose your heart. You're going to say cry about it or be about it. Type in the chat box below. I know this is the longest podcast I've done in a while. You're going to either cry about it or you're going to be about it. Which one? What are you going to do? You're going to cry about it or you're going to be about it? Me and Ronnie had a good conversation yesterday. I said to him, I look him dead in the eye. I said this. I cry every fucking day. It doesn't come out. There's no tears that come out of my eyes, but there's tears every fucking day in my soul, in my heart. There is tears every fucking day. You know why? Because there's a part of me that is dying every fucking day. And if something's dying inside of me, something is definitely growing in something inside of me. So if you don't want to cry about it and you don't want to be about it, you might as well be about it and cry about it at the same time. Just move forward. That is it, guys. That is it from today's podcast. If you feel embarrassed and hopeless, I know how you feel. Don't stay there. Nothing happens there. Guys, that is all. I'm out. Think Inspired Podcast. We're over 3,500 downloads. If you get value from this podcast, go on Apple Music. Give me a fucking review. I appreciate you. If it wasn't for you, I would not be here doing this for you guys. This podcast was created in a very fucking lonely spot. <laughs> okay? So now we have... Over 3,500 downloads, over 200 episodes, and I'm so fucking blessed to be doing this with you guys. I'm out, guys. Peace. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.